pros do it right by relying on trusted brands to get the job done. Lowe's is here to help with more of those brands in stock like DeWalt and Little Giant. We stock the largest in-store selection of DeWalt power tools and accessories of any national retailer. Now save $60 on a two-pack of DeWalt 20-volt max batteries, now just $99. Plus, we now offer the Little Giant King Combo Ladder, the world's first step, extension, and leaning ladder, giving you the flexibility to do just about any job for only $159. Do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offer valid through 616, U.S. only. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Weekend Grind. As you may be able to tell, I am not your normal host. I am not Travis Mangone. I am Grant Niefer, and I'm recording this week, and Trav's out of town. So it's all me, and we got a beautiful little 10-game early slate and four-game late slate, I believe. So we've got some work to do, and I'm ready to get started. I am joined here by Chief Justice 06, Will Priestley. How are you doing there, buddy? Man, I'm doing great. Uh, another. This is probably the largest – uh, slate for early we've had on, on a Saturday, I think, all year. So this is going to be a nice little slate to kick back and play in today. Yeah, yeah, no, this is beautiful. And uh, me being a West Coast guy, even though I am up at 6 a.m. right now because we had trouble recording last night, this is great because it's an 11 o'clock start, I believe, instead of the normal 10 o'clock or 1 p.m. Eastern time start for me so I get a little bit of extra time to do some research a little bit of time to take a nap maybe in between before it starts so I'm excited I'm ready to get rolling you ready yes sir I'm ready all right let's start off with the first game of the day we have Oakland at the White Sox so we don't have to deal with that terrible Oakland ballpark and we have Megden going up against Kobe there's a nine over under here and first of all we should probably ask are you interested in any of these pitchers either of these pitchers no, I'm not interested in either one of these guys. It's going to be all bats in this game for me today. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm pretty much on the same page. There's no need to dive into it because neither of these guys are great values or great plays on this slate. So let's start off with the Oakland bats. To me, I mean, Covey's not that bad. At, like, his numbers are a little bit worse than he actually is, but I don't think he's that terrible of a pitcher. But these Oakland bats, I mean, we saw what they did yesterday. They are they are good when they're outside of their home park, and I've got a whole lot of interest in Joyce. I've got a whole lot of interest in Olsen because both those guys, they have the platoon split. They're going up against a guy that can give up a decent amount of hard contact. Isn't great versus lefties or righties, so i got interest in them. Chris Davis, to me, is on the radar because he's obviously great. Lowry, Simeon, I think this is a full-on stack if you want. I think you can use any of these guys as one-offs. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, you know, one of the stats I like to start with is how teams are playing at home versus on the road. And right now, Oakland is the second best team in MLB on the road. They're averaging 5.61 runs on the road. When they're outside of Oakland, man, are they a much different team. And so when I look up and down this lineup, and then I look at the pricing, Grant, I mean, the pricing on DraftKings is just ridiculous today on these guys. I mean, Matt Joyce at 3,200. I can understand because I know he just came back off the DL. But then you've got Olsen at 3.9, Fowler at 3.9, uh, Lucroy at catcher at 2.8, which I think is going to be a good value. I know we're, we'd have to spend up a little bit for Chris Davis. But I think overall this is a very affordable offense on this slate. Uh, and with them getting, getting such a big part bump, I think you just have to be interested in these Oakland bats. I don't see how you can, can get around not having some interest. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm, I'm strangely enough known as the Oakland guy, and there's a few things that you want to check off your list anytime you're playing them. One is go up against a fly ball pitcher, a pitcher that gets a, gives a hard contact in a good hitter's ballpark, and 
I mean, the first two aren't terrible, but they're definitely decent matchups. I mean, he gives uh, Covey gives up 33% hard contact this rate. It was 39, I think, last year. But they're away from home, so this that's all systems go for me. And Joyce, one thing you have to worry about is, is he going to get pinch hit for? But I don't know if they'll throw in uh, lefty in the, in the bullpen later on in the game. So that's kind of explains his price tag. But Matt Olson, just lock and load it. He's hitting a bomb today. There's no question in my mind about it. So all systems go there. What about the White Sox? This pricing seems a little bit cheap considering how good some of these guys are and how good in tournaments they could be plays. What, who are you looking at? Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, Grant, you know, typically my, typically my game is I like to avoid high strikeout. I mean, yeah, high strikeout batters. But, you know, when I look at Daniel Mangan and I see he's only striking out guys at a 14.7% clip, I just think I have to have some interest in Yoan Moncada at the top of this lineup. I mean, man, he strikes out a lot, but if he connects with the ball today, I mean, you got to think it's going to leave the park. Uh, Matt Davidson, 210 ISO. I, I just think some of these these White Sox hitters, I mean, we know they're a boomer bust team. They've been doing this all year. They're either going to help you win a tournament or they're going to have you at the bottom of the tournament. And this is the perfect spot to do it against a guy like Daniel Maynard. So I think, you know, Moncada, Abreu, Hulk, or Davidson, the top of this lineup, I think you've got to have some interest. And then if you throw in uh, uh, Mr. Garcia there, who looks like he may be back today, I mean, they're really going to start to have, a, you know, an extra bat that's, that's a little bit better than some of the guys they've had. So I think this could be a sneaky game stack on a 10-game on a slate early. I don't even know if that's sneaky. I guess with Coors on the slate, any other game is sneaky. But, yeah, I mean, and something <laughs> to note is all the, all the top five batters in the lineup all have under a 340 WOBA, but all have over a 410 X WOBA. So, yeah, yeah they, these guys are hitting the ball hard. They're hitting the ball well. And anytime you get a team that strikes out huge going up against a not strikeout pitcher, I mean, it gives a bump to Megden, but it definitely gives more of a bump to the White Sox. So I'm in there, play anyone one through five. And if you need to round out the stack, uh, Navarez is only 2.7K over on DK. It fills that yeah. catcher position. So go ahead and roll with him. Let's go we'll move on to the next game. We have the Rangers at the Twins. We have Odorizzi going against Colorado. And I don't I don't have any interest in Colorado, but Odorizzi's price at 7.3 with his potential upside, he can strike out the guy, a lot of guys here. I have a little bit of interest in him just because the – the pitching options around the 7K range today. What about you? Yeah, I mean, I think Odorizzi's got to be in consideration. I mean, he, he's almost like the, the White Sox offense. He's either going to help you take down a tournament or he's going to help you lose one. I mean, if you look at this guy's starts this year, you know, they've kind of been all over the place, Grant. I'm looking at his last 10 games, 7.3, 9.9, 15.1, 6, 7, 26, 23, 60. Man, he's just all over the place. But against a Texas team that – and look, Texas is playing better. So I'm, I'm about to turn the corner where I don't want to pick on them. But I still think Odorizzi at this price has upside. This is kind of starting to remind me of the giant great play on yesterday where he, he's almost a little bit too cheap for the matchup. And, you know, he's going to be at home. Um, I think he's going to be a favorite in this game. 
So, so I think I'm going to have some some interest in Oda Rizzi. I mean, you know, the team total on there, they're projected to score 5.14 runs. Texas is projected 4.36, but that may not all be on him. That's, a lot of that may be on the Minnesota bullpen. So I think you, you have to have some interest in Oda Rizzi at 7.3K on this slate. Yeah, I mean, strictly for an upside standpoint with those strikeouts, uh, he, he's always in play. And we're not, we're not doing Colorado. We're not, we're not touching that, right? No, no, I don't think so. Even with this, what I would consider a watered-down Twins lineup, and maybe they'll have some – maybe Rosario will be back today and playing, but I just don't see how you have any interest here. I mean, Vegas is basically telling you, hey, please stay away. Uh, I don't care if he's 4.5K, you know, pretty much the, the minimum starting pitcher salary. I, I think you stay away and you take a look at some of these Minnesota bats. I mean, I, I have a lot of interest in Joe Maurer today, a guy that's going to make a lot of contact at the top of this order. And it doesn't seem like he could put up a big number, but if he just has a single and somebody brings him in three times on this slate, I mean, on DK, that's going to pay off significantly. So, I think you got to have a lot of interest in these twins lefties who are all very affordable outside of uh, Rosario and Escobar. Yeah. Yeah. No, uh, Maurer's not a guy that I ever want to play in tournaments. It screwed me over sometimes. It's helped me sometimes, but <laughs> he's a guy that can be in cash game consideration. Anytime you can get a guy on a team with a five plus implied team total batting at the top of the lineup for under three, five, that's something that you pretty much have to have to think about in cash. Um, but yeah, the rest of these guys are all great plays in tournaments. I mean, Grossman should be batting in the middle of order. Morrison and Dozier, all of them under 3.5K, which you don't find generally on a team that has a five-and-fly team total. So you can roll with anyone, one through probably seven, one through eight, one through nine in this lineup. It's all systems go, stacks and go. Uh, what about Rangers? I mean, we don't we had interest in Odorizzi, but that's mostly for the strikeout upside. He does give up some hard contact. He can give up some runs. So you roll with any of these Texas bats? Yeah, I mean – Look, the hottest hitter on this team right now is Shin Su Chu. So I think you look at him, and then I think I go down and look at a guy like Adrian Beltre, who doesn't strike out a ton and has got a little bit of power. Uh, historically, you know, we know Odorizzi has struggled with righty power. And I'm not saying Beltre is the same hitter he was, you know, three, four years ago. But, but I definitely think, you know, with him still having such a low strikeout rate, uh, I think he could do some damage here. Uh, and like I said, even if it's not the older Rizzi, I, I just think when the, when the Twins' bullpen comes in, I think Texas could give them some problems. And, you know, I'm not going to act like older Rizzi doesn't have a 5.23 XFIP either. So, I mean, he could definitely give up, you know, two or three runs and still drop 20 fantasy points on DK today. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, he, he, could, he can give up. It's one of those things where there's a disconnect between how good the pitcher actually does and how many fantasy points he scores. Odorizzi is a guy that can give a bunch of runs and get a bunch of strikeouts. So, yeah, I'm, I'm good with any of these guys. Gallo you can use as a tournament one-off if you want, but it worries me way too much with his high strikeout rate going against oh, where it, it's a little bit of a tougher play. So I'm more likely to go with some of the guys that make contact. All right, you ready, ready to go on to the main course here, the, the game of the day, clearly? Oh, man, yeah, let's move it along. Let's move it along. All right, Coors, we got Tyler Anderson against Trevor Richards. Not he, Neither of these pitchers are that great. They're playing in Coors, 11.5 in pl- or over under, and we're not touching pitchers, right? No, I'm not touching either one of these pitchers today. They're going to be a strong pass. All right, so uh, almost oh, under a five implied team total for the Miami Marlins. 
Uh, don't normally see that too often, but still, this team has some guys that you can target a little bit. Some of their prices aren't terrible. Maven could be batting fourth in the lineup, 3.5K uh, there. We have Real Muto if you want some catcher exposure. He, to me, he's the clear cash game catcher of the day if you can afford him. We got Bohr, who's just always underpriced at 4.3K, even in Coors. Uh, Brinson, who's at 3.6K, who I think is a great prospect. Hasn't really shown great numbers this year, but I think he's good. Who are we rolling with on the Marlins here? Who do you have interest in? Yeah, man, look, geez, this has just got to be the stack of the day, the game stack of the day. I mean, I'm looking at Castro, Anderson, Real Muto. The problem is if you play those top three guys, you may not be able to play the the top three guys from from Colorado. Today is the day, Grant, where I just think you look at the bottom of this Marlins offense. And, look, I don't like Lewis Brinson, okay, because he strikes out a lot. I, I definitely think long-term he's going to be great. But I'm looking at a guy like Brinson at 3.6, Miguel Rojas at 3.5, who's had a couple of double double home run games this year, JT Riddle, if he makes the lineup at 3.4K. I mean, that's three guys under 4K in course against Tyler Anderson, who hasn't been good in Coors this year. Cameron Maybin at 3.5. I mean, you, you've you legitimately got four guys under 4K in Coors, and then you can run it back with the big guns from the Rockies. I, I just think that's such an optimal strategy today. And I love JT Real Muto, so maybe you run him and a couple other guys. But, man, these this bottom of the, the Marlins order, why it's not, it's not as good as the top, it's got so much more value than the top. And I think that's a great way to, to, to kind of differentiate those Coors lineups today. Yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm absolutely with you there. I mean, everyone who's stacking Miami, no one really wants to play the bottom of the order. Like, But just when you can get those prices, it's just silly to me. I think Brinson's my favorite play out of all of them because, I mean, Tyler Anderson, he strikes out guys at a decent clip, but Brinson's not actually striking out of that huge of a clip versus lefties this year. Only 24% roughly, so just slightly above average. So right. I'm, I'm all about him today, and I'm all about Justin Bork today. So, roll with them. On the core side of the bat, I mean, we're looking at the main guys. Obviously, Blackman versus left or versus a righty. Heavily, heavily in play. Should be the chalk of the day. He is expensive, but people are still going to pay up for him. Uh, we got Cargo going against righty. That's great. I don't really have a whole lot of interest in Para, but obviously, LeMahieu, Arnado, Story, all three of them, even going righty, righty, they're all – they're all heavily in play here. I mean, this is a spot where you get some cash game exposure. If, depending on how the weather shapes out in some of these later games and how much money you're going to have, uh, this could be just – yesterday I rolled with four Rockies at the top of the order in my cash game. I can mm-hmm. see the same thing today. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, and I, I'm looking at Trevor Richards' numbers here. My goodness, he's giving up 48.6% hard contact to righties. Arenado's hit a home run in, what, four straight games now? Grant, I think it is. This It looks like he's cruising to number five. I mean, I know his ISO doesn't look like look as high today as it would be against lefties. But, man, with Trevor Richards giving up that much hard contact to righties, you've got to assume that Arenado's going to get 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 a hold of another one of these balls and send it out of the park. So I think Arenado's going to be my favorite Rocky today. And – and then I guess I try to figure it out from there. Trevor Story had a semi-rough game yesterday. Uh, but, you know, he's another one that could just obliterate uh, any any pitch that Trevor Richards is going to throw up in the zone today. So 
I think my favorite two Rockies are going to be Arenado and Story, and I think I'm going to roll it from there. Yeah, I mean, I'm just as just as high on Blackman and Cargo. Obviously, Nolan's the a great play, but I mean, just looking at Richards' uh, pitches, like he throws a slider, a changeup, and a fastball. He's got three yeah. pitches here, um, so I don't really think that he, I, I think he's going to regress to the mean for lefties and righties. So okay. he's bad against both is what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> his, his numbers versus righties are wrong. I'm saying that his numbers versus lefties are probably going to go to where he is with righties. If not, they're going to be better throughout the course of his career. So I'm also going to go with the lefties here and the righties. Richards is just bad. And regardless, it's Coors, and we have a 6.5 implied team total. So roll with it. Guys, just play Coors bats. We'll find the rest of the bats later. Let's move on to the next game here. We have the Giants versus the Padres. They're playing over in San Francisco. We got eight over under here. Suarez versus Lyles. I don't know if I'm rolling with Lyles, but Suarez may be my favorite pitcher on the entire board today. On the year, his ERA is way worse than his XFIP, which is something you don't find in San Francisco too often. He strikes out guys at a pretty decent clip of 23.5. He's playing a great pitcher's park. He's going up against this. Padres team which strikes out a decent amount and really isn't that great so I'm all systems board on Suarez even though some of the guys on the Padres are decent versus lefties what are your thoughts yeah I mean Grant you know watch rinse repeat this is another one of those slates where you've got Coors and I just don't think I'm going to be paying up for pitching I mean I'm looking at and I think you know I think I think all my pitchers can come from the 7.9k and under range and that's right where Suarez is and then I'm looking at his K rate this year and I mean 23.5 percent that's really good against a Padres team that's probably going to strike out 30 percent of the time in this game and so I just think you have to have so much interest with him in the best pitching part uh I mean his ground ball rate to lefties grant is at 60 percent this year I mean, I don't think we could ask for much more in a pitcher today on a course slate. I just think Suarez is one of the clear-cut top options today, and I don't, I don't think you need to overthink this. You play him, and you roll from there. Yep. No, I'm absolutely on the same page. So we're, I don't think we're interested in any of these uh, Padres backs. Playing, they're bad, and they're playing in a bad ballpark. Um, I, could, I could go with Villanueva as a one-off just because of how much he's mashed lefties this year. But outside of that, I, I don't think I can go anywhere here. You on the same page? Yeah, yeah. I don't have too much interest in the Padres at all. Yeah, and then what about Lyles and San Francisco? I mean, I don't want to play Lyles even at 5.8K. Like, he's all right, but I don't know if I – there's guys I'd rather go with. I'm fine with throwing him in there if you want to pay up for some of these scores bets. Honestly, at the 5K range, he probably the best option just because there aren't a whole lot of other pitches there at 5K. But overall, I just don't really want to play him. Like, this San Francisco team is decent at home. They don't strike out a huge clip. So, I'm not going there, and I don't think I'm going with any of these bats. You kind of on the same page? Yeah, look, I definitely think uh, you avoid Laos today. Grant, I know I kind of talked to you about this maybe off air at one point. might have been yesterday or something like that. Listen, man, I'm a big believer in this San Francisco offense at home. And so if you're looking to get really contrarian today, the Giants are averaging 4.9 runs per game at home. And against a suspect pitcher, look, you know, and look, I like to take Lyles in certain spots. Today is in that spot. And I'm not going to drag it on and on.
But when I look at this Giants lineup, man, they've got a ton of value today. Sandoval at 3.3K. Matt Williamson at 3.3K. Gorky Hernandez at 3.4 has been really good. Joe Panic at 3.4. And then you've got McCutcheon and Posey at 4K. Brandon Crawford at 3.8. I really think the Giants could be sneaky on this slate in a day game where it's a little bit warmer. Look, It's looking like it's going to be about 70 degrees. Obviously, we know the wind blowing out doesn't mean as much in that part, but I think the San Francisco Giants are intriguing today with so much value. If you want to pair those with your Colorado bats, I think that's another great way to be different today. Yeah, I don't know if I'm doing it, but I will definitely not argue with it. Like, you made some great points there. You, you're a smart guy, but uh, I just I, – I have a rule of generally not stacking teams over. <laughs> ATT, so I'm just going to stick with that, but you made great points. It is a good contrarian stack. So I'm ready to roll into the next game. We have the Diamondbacks and the Pirates, eight over under here. Grinky versus Musgrove. We had a little bit of weather in here. Keep an update for with Kevin Roth here to see what you should be doing. I don't know if he has too much concern about it right now, but that can very much change later on in the day. And since I'm mostly looking at pitchers here, I need to check. I've got interest in Musgrove. He's going up against this tough Arizona team, or at least it's Arizona team that's been great lately. But he's doing well on the year, and at 7.7K, like he's one of those guys that are in that range where I think he's absolutely viable. Same with Grinky on the other side. Uh, I could roll with either of these pitchers, but – it, it, it all depends on the weather for me. You found the center page? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I've got interest in Musgrove. Look, you know, last game against uh, Arizona, believe it or not, I, I watched some of that game. He cruised through the Arizona lineup and then just gave up a couple of runs in the sixth inning. I mean, the seventh inning, excuse me. And that kind of took his point total down. But prior to that, he was above 20 DK points. If you told me right now I was going to take Joe Musgrove at, uh, 7,700, and he was going to give me 20 DK points. On this slate, I would absolutely have him 100%. So I think Musgrove is, for, for you know, for upside, I think he's going to be uh, my third favorite pitcher. I've got another guy that, that we'll get to here uh, later on. Listen, I don't like this pitcher, but we're going to get to him, and I think you have to consider him. But I think Musgrove is my third favorite pitcher on this slate, hands down, for skill and upside. Yeah, yeah, no, uh, I'm might, I'm probably on the same page here. It's just point per dollar. He's a great play. And then Grinky, not great, not terrible. Going up against Pirates team that doesn't really strike out at a huge clip. Um, so, I, it, for me, it's just, like, there's safety there, but there's not much upside. And at 9.7K, I'd rather just pay down for a guy like Musgrove or a guy like Suarez. You kind of with me? Yeah, for sure, absolutely. All right, and then Bats, I'm just – just crossing this game off my list. Yeah, I won't have any any bats here, Grant. I'm with you. No need to even talk about it. All right, next game we got, uh, the, I think, the highest-priced pitcher on the entire slate going with Aaron Nola at Eric Fed. I don't even know how to say his name. It's also a weird way to spell Eric. I, I, it's not what I'm used to. I always get confused. <laughs> like, like all the normal names I see, I, I, I hate how you have to ask how you spell it. But – that, that's a rant for another day, another time. We've got some weather issues here. We only had an eight over under here. Wind blowing out a little bit. It's hot. It's humid. Like, you, I would assume that this game would be Billy's more of a favorite and a higher over under here. Who knows if it'll even play, but I'm not throwing Noel in there. This Washington team's too good lately. Like, they have too many good bats in there. So, he's a cross-up for me just because of his price. And 
Eric, I, I, I don't know about him. I really honestly don't know too much about him. And I don't think I'm rolling with him because of weather risks. And then all the bats are off of me. Do you have interest in anything in this game when you consider the weather? No. And, I mean, you know, I, one, one of the things I've done, Grant, that's kind of saved me some money, if there's any type of awkward weather in Washington, I just don't play it. Washington is the funniest organization when it comes to weather. You know, so so I, I, if, if there's weather issues, I just avoid it. And so when I'm looking up and down this slate, I just don't see too many things that, that I would want to take advantage of today. I don't want to play any Washington hitters against NOLA, um, especially with these weather concerns. And then NOLA's usually a guy I play every time, but with him having this price on this slate, I just think he's someone you're going to have to fade today. And uh, I think it's that's going to be a profitable strategy. Yeah, no, I absolutely agree with you. I'm fading this entire game. Maybe I'll have a share of Reese Hoskins because I play that guy every single time. He's yeah. he's the greatest player in MLB history, very clearly. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready to move on to the next one. Uh, if you are, yeah, I'm ready to roll. All right, interest in this game: Yanks versus Ray, uh, Wilmer Fond versus Sunny Gray. Who knows what the Rays are going to do anymore with their pitching situation? It's something that. I've mostly learned to avoid almost every single time, but I don't think I like Yankees always in play. Always a great stack, blah, 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 blah. I don't think I'm messing with them today, though. I have some interest in Sonny Gray. Am I a crazy person? Listen, Grant, I don't like Sonny Gray generally, but Sonny Gray is 6.9K on DK, Grant. 6.9K. This is. John Gray from yesterday. That's this. It's the same exact situation. Sonny Gray is 6.9K, and he's in Tampa Bay, which is a better part for pitching. Sonny Gray is my number one guy today uh, on DK. 6.9K, I just can't fade that price. I mean, at this price, I'd take 18 points from him at this price. So I, I think he's just clearing a way for, for the value and the upside that he could provide against this lineup, I think he's got to be the number one option, especially when you're, you're going to want to have so much Coors exposure. I just think this is the way you do it. You take Sonny Gray, you take another 7K guy, and I think you ride the wave to the money. Yeah, no, looking at his last four games, like he's a guy that can be great than terrible, than great than terrible. Right now he's looking like he's great. 20 points, negative .15, but that was against a tough Nationals team there. 31 and 24.5. He's on a tear. He's way too low priced. I'm rolling all all over the place with him. Uh, going against this Rays team that they can strike out. They ain't great. I don't I never want any of their bats. I'm I'm pretty much all in on Sonny Gray. Honestly, probably gonna have 100 percent exposure to him and Suarez because I just don't care. Their prices are too. I'd probably pay for them if they were 9k today, realistically. Like that. This price is just too cheap. I'm assuming you're not rolling with raised bats if you're all over Sunny Gray. Yeah, no, I don't have any interest in any raised bats. Usually I would have some interest in CJ Crone, but on this slate, I just think it's unnecessary. So I think just give me all the Sunny Gray today at that price. And uh, you know, I think I'll just take a, a good fade on the on the Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay offense. Yeah. Yankees always a good stack. Any interest in them because I'm not playing them. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't typically play the Yankees on the road. They're not – I mean, they're not a bad team on the road. Don't get me wrong. I mean, they average a 4.9 runs 
And the crazy stat about the Yankees is 50% of their run production comes from the home run ball. 50%. So they score six runs, they've hit three bombs. And if you watch the games, you'll see it in action. They score four runs, two of them are home runs. And so I'm looking at the slate, and I know they're in Tampa Bay. We saw what happened last night. Tampa Bay is just not the best park for hitting. Yankees have power up and down the lineup, but on this slate, I just I just don't think it's wise to pay up for those guys. So I'm just going to fade their whole offense as well and just, you know, invest in Sonny Gray. Yeah, I mean, in GBPs, it's it's the Yanks, and it's it, like they're, they're going to be low on. So that's the argument for them, and that's pretty much it. But just straight up from the numbers, it doesn't really show a whole lot. So it's strictly a game theory play if you're rolling with it. Uh, I'm ready to roll on to the next game. we got Cubs, Reds. I do not see uh, any Vegas lines here yet. So they yeah, have, man. I, I, I've I been searching. Watch. I've been searching trying to find one, and I, I'm, I was actually headed to one more place right now to see if I could find it, and I don't – I still I still don't have a total for it. Yeah, I mean, I'm guessing I, – I, I don't know why. Oh. I mean, if they're worried about the wind. I, I, that, I've got it. I've got it. it. What is it? I've got it. Cubs projected at 4.9. 4. Sissy's projected at 4.7. All right, so the over-under is what, 9.5? Yep, 9.5. That's about what I would expect here. Uh, we got Farrell versus Descalfani. Like, neither of these pitchers are that great. For me, this is just I, – I, I haven't played Reds all – talk me into either playing them or not playing them, either side of the ball. I'm not going with pitchers. I already know that. So, just talk me into these because I – I'm a guy that doesn't like to play the Reds. I'm a guy that doesn't like to play the Cubs, and I have no idea why. I don't like – I don't play the Cubs as much either. I have played the Reds a little bit this year when they've kind of been hot. And right now they're a little hot, Grant. Sneakily, they're scoring six or seven a day. And, you know, I've got a little blue notebook that I'm sure everybody's heard about on the air. And one of the things I love to do, Grant, is a team like the Cubs – if I've lost money on the Cubs two or three days in a row, but they're in equally good spots each day, I just have to keep rolling them out. And this is the perfect Cubs 12-run day against Anthony DeSclafani when everybody's going to be on course. The Cubs have been burning people every day. And, look, they're still in Cincinnati. This is another great part for hitting. I think as far as game stacks – this has got to be another one of those spots. I mean, if Coors is going to take up 30% ownership today, which I fully expect, you know, probably somewhere close to that, I think a Cubs-Red stack is a, a great way to differentiate your lineup, especially when you can get Tucker Barnhart at catcher in the two-spot for 3.5K and kind of fill in that lineup. I, I just think I've got to have a ton of interest in this game uh, in this ballpark with this weather, I, I think this is a perfect way to fade Coors and really be contrarian on this slate. Well, you've got me sold. You've got me absolutely sold and just something to think about. Like a lot of the guys in the lower lower part of the lineups here, I mean, we've got Contreras, Hap, Schwarber batting seven, six, eight probably. Uh, so you can play any of those guys. I'm a big fan of playing Hap whenever I stack the Cubs. So really, any way you stack the Cubs, you're fine. Almost any way you stack the Reds, you're fine. They're good all the way up and down. So this is definitely a game stack scripting scenario here. Yes. Um, so roll them if you want to be a little bit contrarian. But 
that, 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 that's pretty much it. Let's move on to the next game. A little bit of a weather concern here, but we got two decent options for pitching. We got Bundy and we got Tehran. Uh, this is – we got the Orioles playing against an NL team, so there's no DH there. We got Chris Davis – Back in the lineup yesterday, hit a bomb. I don't expect him to hit a ball again for a few weeks. <laughs> we rolling with any of the either of these pitchers here? Oh, I just don't think this is a slate for it, Grant. I, I mean, if this was a another day, another slate, you know, limited offense, then I think Bundy and Tehran would be a consideration. But Julio Tehran is eight point nine k. And, look, I don't like Baltimore, but I'm not paying 89 k for Julio Teron on a slate where I've got other guys that I like better. Uh, you know, like a Sonny Gray at 6,900. I just don't think that's wise. And same thing for Dylan Bundy. Uh, he's going in Atlanta, low strikeout team. Uh, and I, I take Dylan Bundy in certain spots, but I just think this is another day that just is just not the spot for him. And so while I respect these two pitchers, I'm not going to have any shares of them today. Yeah, uh, I'm a guy that follows Bundy very, very closely. We have some weather concerns, so he might not go that long. He's going up against this Braves team that's real scary, and the reason they're scary, a lot of good lefties in it, which Bundy, his splits are massive. 32% K rate versus righties, 20% K rate versus lefties this year. He gives up a lot of hard contact, which is generally not – like, it, it works out for him because he strikes out so many guys, but this is not the team to target against him. I'm not using – like, I may use Tehran if I want to pay up a little bit, honestly. I'm fine with that 8.9K price tag going against this terrible, terrible Baltimore team. I don't think he's going to be heavily owned. So, I could see myself going there more than I go with Bundy's. But, honestly, I'm stacking the Braves a little bit today. Like, they are the best contrarian stack, I feel like, on the entire slate. You can round out with Suzuki if he's in the lineup. But I expect Bundy to get beat up a little bit. I expect his pitch count to get pretty high. There's a lot of lefties in here which are going to run up the count. I'm rolling. I'm rolling a lot with the Braves. Am I crazy? I don't think so, man. I mean, I'm looking at Freddie Freeman here. His CX Woba is at 504. My goodness. Only striking out 15% of the time. I mean, that just screams profit potential there. And you know he's going to be low on because his price is, you know, elevated. Above. He's the highest price first baseman on the slate today at 5,600. That's automatically telling me he's probably going to have the lowest ownership out of this bunch. I mean – I don't think too many people are going to go to Freeman when they have, you know, Ian Desmond at 47, Justin Bohr at 43, Rizzo at 48, Votto at 49. I think Freeman's going to be very low on, and I think he could sneakily, you know, it, he's got double-down potential in this matchup. So, yeah, I, I think the Braves are a great contrarian stack today, especially at home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good to know we're on the same page. Uh, no Baltimore bats outside of maybe Machado as a one-off. You on the same page? Yeah, yeah. I mean, listen, I only play two guys from Baltimore most times, and that's Adam Jones and Manny Machado. I'm just going to keep skipping over everyone else until this the rest of this team decides to hit the baseball. Yeah, I mean, maybe Rasmus hit a ball off of Scherzer, which is something that's hard to do. So just because of the price tag, I could see him if you need to get more Coors exposure. But, yeah, I'm out. Let's move on to the next game. Cardinals, Brewers, Mikolas versus Anderson. Anderson's out uh, underperformed this year. Mikolas has been doing pretty darn well. Uh, two tough offenses here. Two all right pitchers, or at least pitchers with upside. I'm not rolling with either of these guys. Mikolas, not walking guys, so there's safety there. But he's more of a cash game play to me, and this is not really a slate where I want to spend 9.4K 
on a guy with not a whole lot of upside in cash. So I'm crossing both these pitchers off my list. Do you on the same page? Yeah, I mean, last year at this point, I think I would have had a lot of interest in Chase Anderson. This year, Chase Anderson's XFIP is at 5.35. I think I'm going to have a ton of interest in this Cardinals offense in Milwaukee. If they open the roof and it's hot today, this ball could be flying out of there. And so I think I'm going to have some interest in the Cardinals offense. I think I'm going to fade uh, both pitchers. Yep, uh, I'm right there with you. This Cardinals offense, they they can put up runs in a big way. And with a Coors Light, you got to – if you want to do something different or if you just want to double stack it, so go Coors and then another stack, I think there's another good way to go. I'm going to be rolling with them a bit. But this Brewers team uh, going up against Mikolas, who gets ground balls and doesn't uh, walk a whole lot of guys, I'm, I'm just kind of – there's no reason for me to go. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I'm not going to have much interest in the Brewers. I mean, look, the Brewers are another team, though, that you, you just you say, yeah, they're going against Miles Mikolas. I don't want to touch them. And then you look up, and they've got 12 runs. They always do it at the most inopportune time. And I have a lot of respect for Mikolas, but, man, this Brewers offense could be sneaky as well. I know that sounds crazy, Grant, but I've just seen this all year. The Brewers score 12 runs on a day that nobody's thinking about playing them. They're at home. If the roof is open, I think I'm going to have some interest in the Brewers as well. I mean, yeah, I, I just I, – there's too many other offenses to stack. I don't need to go there, so that's just strictly right. my reason for not doing it. Um, I, I, I don't know if this is on the uh, – we can move on to the next game. I'm not sure if the Indians-Tigers game is on the early slate, and I'm not sure if it's on the late slate. I mean – I guess if you're playing the all-day slate, you can roll with it. Let's just go over it real quick. It's Liriano versus a very good Cleveland team. Play Cleveland. Their bats are good. Liriano can get wild. He can get blown up. Bauer versus a Detroit team. If you need an ace, which I don't think you do. So if you're playing that afternoon slate where Coors is not on, I think they have a seven-game slate over on DK. I'm not sure there's that many prize pools. But if you're playing the afternoon games, the seven-game slate, I think you roll with Bauer just because not a, all the early bats are there, not uh, no cores there. So if I'm right about that, yep, uh, I roll with Bauer only on the afternoon slate. But that's pretty much the end of my analysis. You got anything? Yeah. To yeah. No. I mean, it's just Bauer is 13.8k on this slate. But like you said, without cores, maybe it makes sense to pay up. But I mean, that's that's getting really expensive for Trevor Bauer. So I think I'll just pass. Yeah, I mean, it's not something you really want to stomach that often is paying that price tag for Bauer, but he's been he's just been fantastic today, and he's got the pedigree to go along with it. Like, the dude was drafted fourth overall. He was a bit of a – got in his own head, and that's why he tended to blow up, but he's just absolutely playing to how good he was. So I'm fine with paying for that if I'm on the afternoon slate, if there's no cores, because there's not a whole lot of bats I like in the afternoon game. So I'm fine with rolling that. Uh, let's just real quickly go over the four-game late slate. Could end up being a three-game late slate. I don't know. I'm not a weatherman. That's Kevin Roth's job. But we have we got some weather concerns in multiple games here. Uh, we got a lot of aces on the slate. First game, real quickly, Seattle versus Red Sox. Uh, we got Erod here going up against a team with probably three lefties in the lineup. To me, 8.5K is too cheap for him. I'll be rolling with him if I'm playing the afternoon slate at all just because the price tag on a few of these other guys are a little bit rough to stomach. And then the bats, 
roll with the Red Sox, the highest supply team total on the entire late slate. You, same page, different? Yeah, man. I mean, I think you got to have a lot of interest in the Red Sox against Mike Lee, who's not going to be striking anybody out. He's not going to be walking a bunch of guys, but that's not going to matter for this Boston Red Sox team. Man, just a quick, uh, just a quick tidbit, Grant. If you'll spare me 30 seconds. My goodness, I missed an opportunity yesterday with the Seattle Mariners. I know Boston went off as well, but when I looked, I looked at Plate IQ at, at about 5.30, and I was looking at these Mariners, and two through five were knuckleball crushers. I mean, just absolutely annihilate the knuckleball. And so I ended up just playing Denard Span for the value. Boy, if I could rewind the hands of time, I would have just went all in on the Seattle offense, at least two through five. When I saw those numbers, it just really made me intrigued. I just didn't pull the trigger on them because I was so much invested in course. But that's just a plug-in, guys. Look, you need to get on Plate IQ. If you don't have premium, just pay the money. Get Plate IQ. It's going to show you stuff you didn't think you'd see. Uh, with that being said, got to love this Boston Red Sox offense today. That's all I have to say. Yeah, no, I'm right there with you. I think on 30% of the slates, I double-stacked. I don't know why I always do this, but I double-stacked the Mariners and the Red Sox. First slate, I haven't done that in a while, and gosh, I hate myself so much, but uh, let's move on from my sadness. Next game, Mets-Dodgers, seven implied or seven over-under here. DeGrom at Ferguson, or DeGrom versus Ferguson. Again, weather's a concern here. I'm not rolling with any bats. Uh, I don't know if I want to pay 13K. Uh, No, I'll pay 13K for DeGrom. If the weather's safe, pay for DeGrom. It's that simple. Don't roll with any bats because the Mets are terrible. You you on a different page? Are you there? Are you muted? Are you invisible? You are muted. Oh, hey, brother, I'm back. Classic. Classic. Go ahead and go. Listen, listen <laughs> I had to cough. I didn't want to, you know, scare the, scare the listeners, so I had to mute my mic so I could cough. I'm back, folks. Uh, quick tidbit, though. Uh, Kershaw's supposed to be back today. He's just not going to pitch a lot. So that's why they've got Caleb Ferguson on here. But everything I'm reading is saying that Kershaw's probably going to pitch. He's going to be on a pitch count. And then Ferguson is going to come in and carry it the rest of the way. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I don't have any interest in any bats from this game. I'm really hoping the weather works out because I really would like to play Jacob DeGrom today on a slate that's starving, in my opinion, uh, for – for upside pitching, uh, and, you, and we'll get to Lance McCullers in a little bit. I think he's still just a little bit too expensive. But but if the ground, if this game doesn't play, I think McCullers' ownership is going to go through the roof. So I, I'm hoping this game can clear out because I really want to play some Jake DeGrom in this spot. Yeah, and uh, something to note, if you're right and Kershaw is starting and then Ferguson's coming in late and pitching the rest, uh, people won't be on Ferguson that much because he won't be listed as a starter. I mean, it looks like he is now, but. Who knows? Take a look at that later on. It's still it's 7 o'clock in the morning, so we don't know exactly what's going to happen. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, just keep in mind, Ferguson, if he's not starting, he's going to have lower ownership. Plus, if you come in after three innings, then if your team's ahead, you get the win pretty much. That's, that's, that's how it works there. So there's a little bit more upside at 6.2K there. Uh, next game, there's the other ace. McCullers here, 10.2K. This game has an eight over-under, but... Only a 2.65 implied run total for these terrible, terrible, no good, very bad Royals. We got Ian Kennedy on the other side. Gives him a whole bunch of fly balls. 
I'm fine with McCullers. I mean, like you said, there's not a whole lot on this slate. I think I'd rather roll with Erod because same upside there, same everything, just lower price. So I'd rather roll with uh, Erod, probably go McCullers in cash, but Erod in tournaments, I'm not touching any Royals bats. You play McCullers, what are your thoughts? Well, let me ask you this, Grant. How do, what's your view on umpire data? I'm asking, I've got a view. What's your view on umpire data? It's entirely dependent on the pitcher. So there are certain pitchers where that doesn't matter. If I got a guy that, right. gets a, that walks a whole bunch of guys and he gets an extreme pitcher's umpire that uh, has a big strike zone, love it. If I'm playing a guy like Bar- – or if I'm going up against a guy like Bartolo Colon, I want to know if the batters, what the pitcher umpire is, because he's a guy that's so dependent on being pinpoint accuracy that if it's a great hitter's umpire, then that's a huge boost for the batters and – I mean, I'm obviously never using Bartolo Colon again, even though he's the greatest pitcher of all time. But <laughs> that's it. So what 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 umpire info we got that's Well, that, that's the reason I was asking. Because when I'm looking at this umpire data uh for for today's slate, it's looking like Erod has an extreme hitters umpire today. And it's looking like McCullers is just neutral and DeGrom is neutral. And so I guess my, my thing is do I take a chance on Erod at the savings? Because I, I clearly think Erod is the best value on this slate for upside. I just know a lot of times if Erod has an extreme hitter's umpire, he can struggle a little bit with some of the corners. So, you know, I'm just I'm genuinely asking you on air, what how, how do you now feel about Erod, knowing that he's the best value, but knowing that he's going to have an extreme hitter's umpire today? I mean, I'm still rolling with him. If he was 9.5K instead of 8.5K, I might look a little bit differently. Because right. Erod's a guy that you're worried about going late into games. He generally only goes five, six innings because he wor- he doesn't walk a huge amount of guys, but he works right. out real heavy here. So this is a Mariners team that can fight off the ball a little bit. If Depending on what uh, guys come out, it will change my interest because he crushes, just absolutely destroys left-hand lefties. So... If there's three of them in the lineup, I'm willing to roll with it because there's also Zanino there at the bottom who strikes out a huge clip. We got Cruz that strikes out a decent clip, I believe. No, actually, no. He ain't striking out that much at all. But we got Healy. So the bottom half of the lineup plus all the lefties should be striking out big. So this price is too cheap where I don't care about the umpire data. It's a relative. Plus this 2.65 implied team total for the Royals. Everyone's rolling with McCullers over Erod, so the ownership's going to be even lower. But, yeah, for me, this is just play anyone from the Astros. Do not play a single guy from the Royals. Right. Yeah, and here's, the reason, here's another reason why I was asking that, Grant. I want to get your opinion on Erod. I'm looking at Lance McCullers. And while I really believe he's probably going to be the safe play today, I just don't see very many, many games over six strikeouts. And at 10K – what is he probably going to get us today, Grant? I, I would say 20 to 22 fantasy points. I mean, I, I, I don't see him going over 30. And I, I just see, you know, like you said, a guy like Erod who can probably get you 20 and eight and a half. You know, Jaime Berea could probably get you 15. I just don't know if I want to pay the 10.2K for McCullers. You know, maybe maybe I'll, I'll change that logic by the end of the day, but – I just don't see the value in paying for McCullers today. 
despite this low run total. I, I just don't know if he has the upside I'm looking for on a slate where Boston could just destroy the slate again. Yeah, yeah, I'm kind of there with you. The problem is it's a four-game slate, so it's real, real weird. I think you're pretty – like, you may be forced into playing Erod and McCullers together if this – like, if it's all dependent on if this game gets – either game gets rained out. So, right. like, you just might be forced into it. He's going to be high, heavily on, but it's a three or a four-game slate, depending on this. I, I think it's just what you have to do. But, yeah, I'm kind of right there with you. Um, you rolling with Houston Bats, you said, I'm assuming. I, listen, I've actually got some interest in Ian Kennedy today. Hooey, talk to me about that. I, I've got some interest in Ian Kennedy today. This price at 5100 Here's where my interest is going to lie, Grant. We just saw last night what happens if they close the roof in Houston. It's really going to improve his chances. And so if the roof is closed in Houston today, I know Ian Kennedy is not great. Listen, folks, I am not telling you to go all in on Ian Kennedy. But I think at this price, I think there's some profit potential there today. I'm not saying Ian Kennedy is going to get 20 points. I, I think 15 DK points is within the scope, within the realm of possibility today, Grant. And at at 5.1K, I mean, his K rate's at 21%. Listen, we know he's a fly ball. He gets hit hard. But I think on this slate at 5,100, if he gets through five innings clean and has struck out four or five guys and hasn't walked a bunch of guys, I, I can see 15 fantasy points, and I'll take that from him on this slate, guaranteed, every time. Yeah, you've actually got me sold. I I mean, realizing how many people are going to play Astros bats because of that high implied total, like, Kennedy really is the play. I mean, you also have to keep in mind that the Roy, uh, Royal Stadium – what is the name of that stadium? Is it just Royal Stadium? Oh, uh, no. Um, I've been there. Houston. I should know this. They're in Houston, Minute Maid Park. Oh, I, no, I'm talking about uh, over in KC – Casey's a stadium. Oh, that, Kaufman, Kaufman. That's it. Oh, gosh, I hate. I can never remember stadium names, but that's a stadium that decreases strikeouts with pitchers. Like it's a good pitcher's park, but it decreases strikeouts. So that twenty-one percent K rate is probably even a little bit higher. Yeah, you've got me sold. You just one hundred percent got me sold. Play Kennedy in GBPs. It's just what you do at that price tag. Throw them in with Erod, and you can play any of the batters you want, and you're great. Let's move on to the next game because. I don't want to keep talking about Kennedy because it just makes me angry. Uh, so Toronto Blue Jays, Angels, eight and a half over under. Beria versus Stroman, which Stroman's price is just cheap. I think you've got to have interest in both of these pitchers. Yeah, I like the pricing. Um, I, I just have a personal rule, Grant, that if a guy's not a true ace, I, I don't I don't really play them coming off the DL. That's just a personal rule. Uh, so I'm going to have a lot of interest in the Angels today. I think that's going to be my late slate team of the night. I, I just think Strowman coming off the DL, I think they could possibly pound this guy. And I think, once again, even though this slate could become a three-game slate, I still think we're going to get the lowest ownership out of all these teams from the Angels. And I'm going to have a lot of interest. I'm not saying I don't like Strowman as a pitcher. You know, he's another guy that I think could get to 10 to 15 points, but – I just think coming off the deal, I've got to, like, load up these angels. I think I'm going to start with Mike Trout. Yeah, I mean, I get what you're saying. The problem is on any other slate, I'd just cross them off, and I'd probably cross off the – or I'd have some interest in the angels. But 
this is a four-game slate. So I'm fine with playing the Angels with Stroman at 5.6K. Even if he only rolls five innings, he's not really a guy that ever gets blown up too much. He gets so many ground balls. Like, he's a good real-life pitcher that I'm, I'm, I'm willing to roll with him just because of the price tag and the slate. But like I said, I think Kennedy's a better GPP play. But if this other game gets roll, uh, rained out, I mean, you're just so limited option that I'm willing to play him. Angels, yeah, you're right. But I just I, – I, yeah, I guess. Like, roll with Calhoun, roll with Valbuena, roll with Trout, Upton, Pujols, Kinsler. Like, depending on how this lineup comes out, I it's a four-game slate. Play him. Yeah. Uh, any yeah. interest in the uh, Blue Jays? I do, Grant. Listen, I, because of this umpire data, man, this, this is another extreme hitter's umpire. And so when, when I'm looking at this game – I think I'm going to have some interest on both sides, and we'll just kind of have to see how it goes. A lot of that interest, though, is going to hinge on this Jacob DeGrom play. And I'm just full disclosure, if Jacob, if this game is canceled, that's going to totally change this slate. But, you know, if the Mets game plays and, you know, Raw thinks it's going to get through clean, uh, then I think that will change lineup construction for everyone because I think I'm going to go all in on DeGrom. But uh, with this extreme hitters umpire, I definitely think I like both sides of this game and a potential game stat. Uh, depending on, you know, how the slate shakes out. Yeah, I mean, if DeGrom's in play, then this is where you're going to get your cheap ads. 3.2K for Valbuena, 3K for Calhoun, who's been hitting the ball well lately, Smoke, 3.6K. Pilar, not really a guy I like to play, but he's cheap enough. So, yeah, I'm right there with you. Uh, All right, we probably need to get out of here. Give me your favorite stack of the day for the early slate, and then give me your high-priced dong and your low-priced dong. I, I I just picked three random things that, in the show so give them okay the- listen and this is for gpps guys gpps only I, man i think my favorite stat of the day i'm going to kind of give you two i think the more we talked about it grant i think this cubs reds game has got to be on my radar for the gpp play of the day uh both sides so that's going to be my gpp uh play of the day uh high price dong I'm, I'm going to go a little bit kind of off the board here I think I'm going with Eddie Rosario from the Twins at 5.4K. Uh, I think that's going to be a great one. And then my low price dome, uh, is under 4K going to be good enough? Yep. Yeah, I think give me Justin, Justin Fowler from, from the Oakland A's against Dylan Covey. I think give me him uh, at 3.9K. I think that's my, my low price dome. All right, I'm going real simple. Stack the A's. Chris Davis for the high price. Matt Olson for the low price. Easy. It's that simple. Well, it's been great having you, Will. Sorry, guys. Don't worry, Trav. We'll be back next week. But you're going to see both me and Will tomorrow because we're recording the Morning Grind for Sunday tonight. So we'll see you in about 24 hours, guys. Hope you enjoyed it. Good luck in your contest today. He's Will. I'm Trav Ferguson. See you, kids. Pros do it right by relying on trusted brands because your reputation depends on it. Lowe's is here to help by having more of those brands in stock, like DeWalt. So when you need a DeWalt tool fast, you know where to go and where to save. Because we stock the largest in-store selection of DeWalt power tools and accessories of any national retailer. And now you can save $100 on a DeWalt XR2 tool 20-volt max brushless power tool combo kit featuring a drill and impact driver for just $289. Do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offer valid through 616 U.S. only. And now, an ad from Dad. <clears throat> All right. Save money on car insurance when you bundle home and auto with Progressive. Can I take these off? All right. What is this? This looks good. Wow. That's well made. 
Where did you get this? I'm talking to you with the hair. Yeah, where did you get this? It's good stuff. That's solid. That's not veneer. That's solid stuff. Progressive can't save you from becoming your parents, but we can save you money when you bundle home and auto. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discounts not available in all states or situations.